Dr. Kevin Radio Network presents The Independent Entertainer with Elmer J. Howard, actor, writer, filmmaker, producer, and owner of Thrive Productions, exposes you to everything independent in the visual media arts and challenges social norms in Hollywood. For the serious purveyors of the arts, here's Elmer J. Howard. Welcome to The Independent Entertainer. I am your host, Elmer J. Howard, here on the Dr. Kevin Radio Network. Today we have uh, infamous Dr. Kevin. And for those of you who don't know Dr. Kevin, he is a thought leader, synergetic catalyst, innovator, author, teacher, speaker, and ADHD expert. Um, worked in such companies as American Express, Dartmouth College, Hilton, and Sheridan. Um, he continues to speak and teach throughout the U.S. and Europe. He has several books out, and for three years, he has hosted he hosted his own radio show called Outside the Docs with Dr. Kevin, and he is obviously on his own network here, the Dr. Kevin Radio Network. Um, we are on with Dr. Kevin as he reaches out to uh, inspire the individuals who touches and whom he touches to their next level. And I thought that like it's so hard to get open, yeah. Right? As Maya is, is working on clearing up her background, uh, her noise, um, we also have with us, uh, we didn't announce this because I didn't know until today that she was going to join us, uh, Maya James. Uh, she's a friend of mine here in, uh, in the Valley and uh, currently taking classes for filmmaking at uh, the Grand Canyon uh, University. Uh, she also has uh, the other side of the table uh, when it comes to entertainment as she is uh, works at Harkins Theater, so uh, she might have some insights for us about uh, the theater world. Uh, so Dr. Kevin and Maya, welcome to the show. Hi. Hey, glad to be back. <laughs> so go ahead. Um, so one of the things I wanted to uh, talk about is uh, – Grants, uh, Dr. Kevin and I were actually talking about grants, and I saw an article um, online that talks about uh, where the grants came from for the Sundance uh, films that were in the Sundance Festival this year. Um, and also, I want to get, um, like I said, get some information from Maya, some of her feedback as a college student for filmmaking and uh, any insights that she might have. Uh, and also, uh, Dr. Kevin and I um, talk about the film uh, that we have in development right now, uh, hopefully going into pre-production sometime this year. Uh, first, uh, start off with uh, Maya. Um, what exactly is it the the course, the degree that you're taking at uh, Grand Canyon? Um, right now, I'm majoring in digital film with an emphasis in production. Um, at Grand Canyon, we have two courses that film students can pursue: either screenwriting or production. And I chose to do the production side. And uh, what in production uh, do you think that you're leaning towards uh, what you want to do as a career? <laughs> it's really a toss-up right now. Um, last semester, I did a course specifically going on cinematography, which was really awesome. Um, and I got to work with a really um, great camera operator. Um, so, like, for that course, we were specifically looking at, like, you know, the cinematographer's view. And we got a lot got to play with a lot of the cameras that we have here. Um, but this semester, we, I'm also taking a editing class. So I'm, you know, kind of, I'm working with the Final Cut system I have on my computer. So I, it, <laughs> at this point, I'm learning new courses and finding what I really like about them. But I haven't really focused 
focused in on what I really want to emphasize on. Well, I can uh, say from experience when we did the commercial we did for the uh, Doritos competition that both of those fields, cinematography and uh, editing, I thought you did really well in and I was impressed with your work. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, and some people might wonder why I've had Dr. Kevin on a lot uh, throughout the radio show you know, as, as he doesn't have a background in entertainment. Uh, one reason is, yeah, we are working together on this film, um, My Father's Keeper, uh, but also because of his background in human development uh, courses and uh, not courses, but human development in general and what he does when he wants to bring people to their next level and, and really put them in sync with who they are here to be in the, in, in the synergy of their own unique self. It, it, he brings a lot of insight to character development. Um, you know, this film wouldn't be what it is today uh, if it wasn't for Dr. Kevin's insight into the, into the human psyche. Uh, and also, and not only from that aspect, but also in terms of uh, my own personal life and, and insights and feedback and, and opinions he gives on, on uh, uh, the industry and it's itself. It definitely has a lot of great, uh, insight into the social norms that I that I challenge here on on the the independent entertainer. Well, and you, you know it's interesting because I I early on, you know, long before Dr. Kevin existed, so to speak, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not meeting before I was born, Mike. Uh, we won't go into past lives, um, but. Uh, you know, I did some professional theater. I mean, I never got involved in movies and stuff like that. And I tried my first, I, I tried my hand at first writing a uh, Broadway musical. Now I've written, I mean, I've, I write everything. I've written, you know, poetry, short stories, novels, books, fiction, nonfiction, fantasy fiction, science fiction. And, and, but I've also done a, written a one woman show. I'm of uh, two thirds the way a one act through a one act play. And one of the early things I put my hand to when I was still a teenager was writing a Broadway musical, um, including writing some of the songs and outlining, you know, some I, concepts about choreography uh, because I was also a professional dancer. So, um, you know, I've had a long love affair with theater and movies and um, things, which is one of the places where Elmer and I crossed, uh, you know, was, uh, you know, stealing books from each other's libraries and swapping little pieces of odd information that we'd found out about different performers or movie studios or directors or things like this. So, you know, it's always been, a, I mean, so it's always been a passion and it's always been a quiet part of my life. Um, it's just not what people think of me as people don't look at me and think of me. And then, uh, a year and a half ago, Elmer and I were actually brought in and worked on a pilot for a TV series, mm -hmm. which, which unfortunately due to some, and this is a very important message for the listeners, due to the fact that the person that was heading up the project was- Not me. <laughs> and, and, you know, yeah, neither, it was neither, it, neither <laughs> Elmer or I were heading up this project. They were more impulsive- then they were practical and thoughtful and they got some, they got the wrong people involved in at the wrong time. And it ended up getting tied up in disputes and claims. And they gave their power away a lot of the times as well. Yep. And I remember we had some, uh, not, not you and I, you and I were basically pretty much in alignment of how we saw things. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, 
you know, we had done a lot of that script and, you know, somebody came along and basically, you know, wanted to make an innocent child, basically a 14 year old prostitute, <laughs> druggy, <laughs> drug pusher. I'm completely changing everything because the, you know, the, the person was, you know, like kind of fantasized about 14 year old drug pushing prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just crazy. Subsequently, we had to fire that person. <laughs> yeah, and that's where all the difficulties got because it was a good. I mean, this is going to sound terribly egotistical, <laughs> but it was a it was a good script. It was a good concept. It was a good script. It was we had got we had done a really good arc line, and there were some people definitely interested in it. There was some serious interest in producing that, and that's one of the things I want the people that are out there that listen to this show because they're getting into the industry or they have a story to tell and they want to think about how to tell it. They have um, a burning desire to write a play or do a TV thing. You know, if you are looking to head up a project, if you are the person who it is your brilliant idea, you have to choose carefully. You have to choose wisely and you have to educate yourself and make sure that you don't end up like this which was a very good project that died a very ugly death and very unnecessary. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Sounds awful. <laughs> um, how much experience, I know you've worked on some projects and I saw recently you were up in Sedona doing some projects. Uh, what has your experience been early on, Maya, working on sets? Um, a lot of the time they give us group assignments and... <laughs> You, you learn rather quickly who works well together and who doesn't, who's, you know, strong point is editing, who's really good director, who's really good at camera operating, things like that. And you try to make it work. Um, I know my first semester, you know, it's your first time in college. So you already have that kind of pressure and you're also meeting all these new people. And then you get handed a camera in the assignment. It's your first day. And you're supposed to just go out there and shoot. And that can be really nerve wracking. Um, and it, re it really was. It was really, really nerve wracking. But like, you know, the more that you're kind of put in those kind of assignments, you learn, okay, so my strong so suit is this. I know how to do this. I can like, you know, help out with the project in this way that this, that, and the other. So, um, go ahead. What have you found out, um, in terms of personality? Have you run into what Dr. Kevin and I were talking about where you have personality conflicts that cause, cause big issues? All the time, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big, big, giant mess. Uh, okay, and uh, that brings us to our uh, first commercial break here on The Independent Entertainer on the Dr. Kevin Radio Network. Uh, please come back and join uh, me as I interview Dr. Kevin Ross-Emery and Maya James about uh, entertainment in uh, the world today. You're listening to the Dr. Kevin Radio Network. ADD HD Evolution Revolution Solution for the 21st Century. Hi, this is Olivia Stefanino from Olivia Unzipped. And if this perspective of ADD HD intrigued you as much as it does me, then go to mydrkevin.com and you can get this ebook for free as a gift from Dr. Kevin. If you're ready to disable the disability of ADD, come and get your free copy of ADD HD Evolution Revolution Solution for the 21st Century at mydrkevin.com. 
Hi friends, this is Jane Sanders, host of Hands to Success on Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Join me as I use scientific hand analysis to find your roadmap to life and career success. See you then. tiny nor are we toony but you can guarantee a little looniness on the joe show wednesdays 8 to 10 p.m eastern on drkevinradionetwork.com the joe show will make you smart laugh and could make you a winner too just tune in wednesdays 8 to 10 p.m eastern on drkevinradionetwork.com where we challenge everything come and join the fun and now our song is done this is Matt Connerton, and I love to know what makes people tick. I love to ask questions and learn about people, whether it's a politician, a musician, or someone who's doing anything positive to help influence and change the world. I want to know more about that person, and I hope you do too. So I hope you'll join me for the Matt Connerton Show every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at drkevinradionetwork.com. Hello, this is Michelle Pearson Young, and I want to invite you to listen to my radio show, Michelle at Play, Living Life on a Dare. It's time to put down your life of quiet desperation and take a big bite out of the juicy world that's waiting for you. I dare you to listen at Dr. Kevin Radio Network, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. You're listening to the Dr. Kevin Radio Network. And welcome back to the Dr. Kevin Radio Network. This is the Independent Entertainer. I am your host, Elmer J. Howard. I want to remind our listeners, they can go to uh, our Facebook page. Go to Dr. Kevin, uh, facebook.com slash Dr. Kevin Radio Network. That's D-R Kevin Radio Network. Uh, and find the post. You'll see Dr. Kevin's smiling black and white face uh, with the post <laughs> about uh, today's show. Uh, leave our leave your comments, uh, suggestions, questions there for Dr. Kevin, Maya, or myself, and we will uh, monitor the page and answer those as they come in. And we are back with Dr. Kevin and Maya, and we were talking about the personality conflicts that show up sometime on uh, studio sets and, and such. And uh, one thing um, I actually wanted to mention about our movie, as Dr. Kevin and I have been talking more about, um, actually, they don't have your smiling face, Kevin. I just went to the post and they have uh, the link to the Dr. Kevin Radio Network uh, website. Um, And we actually have a question here from uh, Ross Buzzle. What is my first step if I have an idea that would make a great movie? Uh, that's a great question. Um, Maya, you want to take a stab at answering that? Great idea. Well, um, it, <laughs> that's an interesting one. It, it depends on whether or not he's going to do screenwriting or if he's just thinking about an idea for production. Um, it differs depending on what you want to do. Uh, my input would be if you're going to do a great idea for screenwriting I would just stream write just you know write out like you know 
how you're going to, like, you know, if you have a character, what makes him special? What is his special power? Or what is he capable of doing? What makes him unique? Put in, you know, what his conflict will be. You know, if he has a love interest, explain that. Just go through it, flesh out that idea into making it a complete story. And then from there, you can either, you know, go to somebody and tell them that your, you know, idea and your thought process, and then you can, you know, work it out together. Um, but definitely, you know, expand upon it. Don't just like let it be an idea. Let it be something that you could continue on. That'd be my input. Yep, um, I, I agree. You know, when uh, if, if this person is intending to be the writer of their screenplay, uh, definitely doing a lot of the, the character background will help them uh, to develop the character and make it more three dimensional in the screenplay. Even if it's information that will never make the screenplay, it, it's always good when you're writing scenes and you think, how would this person react in this scene? You can look back at kind of the character background and say, Oh, this kind of, this was how this person would react in this situation. So you can make it more, also more believable, um, let alone, you know, making it more three dimensional. Um, and, and in my case, you know, what I did when I had a great idea and I'm not a screenplay writer and I never thought I'd write a screenplay, but this idea came to me, um, in the shower and it was just kind of like, okay, I, I guess I'll have to write this story. And it just, was just a story idea. Um, and it grew from there, but I, you know, I brought in Dr. Kevin because I knew he had his background in, um, personal growth and development and, and very, uh, in tune with the human psyche and knew he could help me make these characters more three-dimensional. He's done a wonderful job with that. Uh, Dr. Kevin, do you have any, any, any suggestions yourself for this person? Are you on mute? I think you may yes, be on mute. I am. I am on mute. <laughs> I think that the first thing is, sorry about that, guys. You know, I'm always so aware of not making sure no background noise filters through. Um, I think it's my years of being a host. Uh, so, I mean, I think that there's uh, there's a couple of things that I would say. Um, you know, the first one is, where are you with the story? I mean, like, uh, it, it, there's a big difference between something in the shower and something in, you know, a notebook or a computer file, you know, what, how far have you got on it? Because you definitely have to flesh it out. I think that there's a few different criterias. And, you know, one of the things that uh, Elmer can, I'm going to toss it back to him in a minute, it looked at is because when I was writing, like when I was did the writing, was doing other kinds of writing. Um, I didn't have to quite think so much about how long was this going to play for. When you write a book, it's you write a book, mm-hmm. and it's very different. And I think one of the biggest adjustments that I had was how many pages of dialogue or how many pages of scenes equal how many minutes in a movie? Because as most of us have had the experience of we've read a great book and then we've gone to see the movie and then went, Hey, they cut out my favorite character or they cut out my favorite scene or what happened? Or oh, that was a rip off, you know, like what happened? Well, if they had taken the whole book, you know, you'd be, and, and they're doing this now with some movies, you know, uh, you know, they're having the part one, part two, part three movie t- to just cover one book because there is so much good in the book or if they're trying to, you know, Squeeze Maximum. out that extra dime. And <laughs> Squeeze office. out the extra dime, yeah. Hey, I was giving them the benefit of the doubt, okay, Maya? Oh, I'm, I'm just saying we you don't know? really need a part two of Breaking Dawn, but I will let that go. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I know everybody. But, uh, 
Okay, wait a second. It says, I have the story written, but think it would be a great movie. So obviously this person is listening and responding to some of our questions. So the story's written. So I know that Elmer, and I couldn't tell you what they were because Elmer took care of all of this side of the of our screenwriting uh, collaboration is, I know those are some great programs that you can start writing in that give you some ideas of how many pages equal how many minutes, how many dialogue, stuff like that. Because if you started to get that, then you'd find out, do I have a four-hour movie, a 40-minute a movie? Do I have something that really, you know, is going to need to be blown out, brought in? Uh, what can I do with it? And so I would say that the, the very next step is to see what you've got. Now, what kind of program? Uh, can you recommend what, you, what you've decided you like best for programs or – well, um, there's a few free ones. Um, right now, I've I've landed on Celtics, and that's C-E-L-T-X. That's a free program. And, and the one you're referring to that um, actually allowed me to see how many scenes this character was in um, and to actually – it would actually give me a, a minute and second detail of like how long the script would run is a program called Movie Draft. And I, if I remember correctly, that wasn't free, but it was really cheap. It might have been like $15 or $20. Um, and I didn't land on that at the end um, after we've kind of figured out how many scenes everybody had and stuff. Uh, only because Celtics uh, or Celtics, depending it's on – Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, de- depending, depending on which part of the country you're in. Um, uh, it, it was easier for me to navigate and write quickly. It, it was more f- – Friendly, user friendly in the terms of actually writing it, where movie draft was uh, more so once it was written to kind of analyze it for me. Um, but there's also, if you get the big box and can get into it, the one that the Hollywood um, producers and, and writers use is a final draft. Yeah. I had to remember final cut is the editing and final draft is the script writing. Um, so, but definitely, you know, do the Celtics, that's free. Um, and it's a great place to start and, and easy to, to, to work with. It breaks up each, you know, the scene direct, the scene direction to the action, to the, to the cut sequences, to the actor, the dialogue, it breaks all that up for you. And a general rule of thumb in screenplay writing is one page equals one minute of film. And that's just a generality because, um, if you have a page that's full of nothing but dialogue, it could happen faster than a minute, depending on how it's played out. If you have a page full of a lot of action, that could go longer than a minute, again, depending on how it plays out. So this is just a, a general rule. Uh, what, has any, has your, any of your classes, have you done any screenwriting classes, Maya, and do they have any, have any information that I haven't said to you? Before, before oh. Maya answers that question, two things. One, it's C-E-L-T-R-I-X, because I'm going to post it on. Um, no, on- it's C-E-L-T-X dot com. TX. Yep. Okay. Uh, just because I, I, I want to post this so that people coming to the Facebook fan page can actually have it. And is it moviedraft.com? Do you know? Or uh, let me, I can do that really quick and take it. I think it is. Yeah. It's moviedraft.com. Yep. Okay. Uh, there Especially we go. Especially for the Celtex, um, they do have a free version. There's two different versions. The newer version is what they have online, but you can also download through like a third party, you can download the app. And then there, it's just like, you know, it's a free form. You just kind of like right away. Um, I know that's what I got because I didn't want to spend a lot of money on editing um, a screenwriting program. Yeah. So you can just get it for, through a third-party Celtex. So okay. I've, I've posted it so anybody that comes to the fan page can actually 
have the links to go where they need to go. Um, and I want to mention this offer that I got yesterday on my show, just um, because the people listening to this show can take advantage of it, which is I had Jill Lublin, who Almer knows. She's yep. a PR master strategist. And she offered a free gift. Um, uh, she offered a free gift to anybody that was listening to the show yesterday or came to the Dr. Kevin Radio Network. So if anybody goes to the Dr. Kevin Radio Network fan page, Below, if you look at where my interview with Jill Lublin was yesterday, there's a link. You can do it, and you can get a free gift to help you be seen, how to be seen and get recognized in the media. And uh, I know that a lot of your listeners, Alma, probably at some point or another, that that's something that they're going to want to know. And it's a free gift, so why not? Yeah, it's uh, called the Publicity Crash Course. So look for that. It's the third comment down um, under Jill Lublin's interview post with dr kevin thank you for that dr kevin um so and the other last thing is so when writing dialogue if you're writing it in 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 deep south three quarters of a page equals a little more than a page if you're talking in new england north or new york city fast talk you know then three pages at uh, three pages of dialogue equals one minute <laughs> just so you know <laughs> so maya have you taken any uh, screenwriting classes at all and, and get any feedback um, other than what I've said about about the screenplay? Um, yeah. Um, last semester, I took a screenwriting course. It was just kind of like one-on-one, just fleshing it out. Um, and I thought it was really awesome. Um, we got a lot. <laughs> it was really interesting. We got to see a lot of films and kind of see like how character development, you know, in your first eight pages, depending on how big uh, how long your screen write, screenplay is going to be? You have to have you know the 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 setting in of the you know the character you know, so the audience can um, can connect. gain understanding. Yeah, connect. Yeah, yeah. connect, connect yeah. with the character. See what you know what their daily life is like. You kind of bring in the first conflict, you know, and then see them like see whether or not that's going to stop them. You know, that'll be like the first hurdle they have to go through, and you know, just like you know how the three act structure works and how you know that's how. Hollywood films always follow that structure. Um, that was a lot of fun. For the last assignment, I remember we had to do a 30-page assignment. And I remember, like, just, like, for everybody, like, this is the end of the semester assignment. You have to get it done, you know. Try to get – we had, like, markers for, like, you know, your first draft and then, like, you know, peer editing, things like that. But we came to, like, the last day. Everyone's, like, rushing to try to get, you know, what they want done and get, like, you know, does this exactly come across right? Do you get a sense from this character around page 25? Should I move it to page 28? But you really got to see, like, you know, what it's like. That's cool. Um, you are listening to the Independent Entertainer here on the Dr. Kevin Radio Network. We are halfway through our show. Uh, stay tuned as we do more with uh, Maya James and Dr. Kevin uh, after this commercial break. You're listening to the Dr. Kevin Radio Network. We aren't tiny, nor are we toony, but you can guarantee a little looniness on the Joe Show Wednesdays, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on drkevinradionetwork.com. The Joe Show will make you smart, laugh, and could make you a winner too. Just tune in Wednesdays, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on drkevinradionetwork.com, where we challenge everything. Come and join the fun. Now our song is done.
Hey, this is Michelle Pearson Young, and I'm excited to invite you to join us on Michelle at Play Living Life on a Dare on Dr. Kevin Radio Network. We're interviewing the best and the brightest about how they live their lives with passion and authenticity. Most men live lives of quiet desperation. We're against that. Come listen to Michelle at Play. I dare you. Meet me at Dr. Kevin Radio Network every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific. This is Matt Connerton, and you know, I've been called unhinged, unglued, but I prefer unleashed, as in Matt Connerton, unleashed. For an honest political conversation, join the show. I'm not a liberal, I'm not a conservative, I'm an independent who's more concerned with things like truth and how things really work, instead of petty, partisan, ideological groupthink. Join me for Matt Connerton Unleashed, Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern at drkevinradionetwork.com. Hi, this is Olivia Stefanino from Olivia Unzipped, the show where we explore the exciting crossover between business expertise and personal growth and development. And I'm really excited to be able to offer you a gift of a free copy of Dr. Kevin's latest ebook, Five Tips to Synergizing Your Business. Get your free copy now by going to mydrkevin.com. You know, here at Olivia Unzipped, we recognize that you are an expression of your business, and your business is an expression of you. And I know that you're absolutely going to love all the wisdom that Dr. Kevin shares in his new ebook. So make sure that you don't miss out on this fabulous opportunity to get your copy of Five Tips to Synergizing Your Business by going to mydrkevin.com right now. Hi, this is Olivia Stefanino. Join me and my expert guests live for my thought-provoking show, Olivia Unzipped, in which we'll be using business as the medium to understand life's challenging paradoxes. And just as importantly, we'll also be giving you tips on how to build your genius entrepreneurial mindset. Join me live from England every Monday at 11 a.m. EST, 8 p.m. PST, and 4 p.m. GMT. You're listening to the Dr. Kevin Radio Network. Welcome back to the Dr. Kevin Radio Network. This is the Independent Entertainer with your host, Delmer J. Howard. A reminder to our listeners, they can go to facebook.com slash Dr. Kevin Radio Network. That's DR Kevin Radio Network. Uh, look for um, my interview with Dr. Kevin today at the top of their page. And leave uh, comments, questions that uh, you would like to ask Dr. Kevin, Maya, James, or myself, um, or even comments, uh, and we will read them on air and get to them. Um, before the break, we were talking about screenwriting, and I actually want to bring this segment around to uh, our film. Um, and one thing uh, I haven't told uh, Maya yet, because I've, I've offered her a job on the show, on the, in, the, in the production, if, um, or, uh, if she's uh, able to make it work. So I was speaking with somebody about the film, and they were like, well, so you can, you can do this in a, in a studio, right? And I'm like, yeah, we'll be doing it in a studio. And so they're like, so why do you have to go to Boston? And I'm like, that's a good question. <laughs> I didn't think about that. It's like, you know, the only shots I really, we really have are establishing shots, and that can be done by a second unit. So, Maya, um, we're actually looking at um, pricing out, you know, cost-wise, you know, uh, doing it here in Phoenix compared to Boston. Um, so you might not have to travel um, to work on this film. Wow, that's wonderful. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Part of being in the filmmaking world is travel. 
You should be like, oh, but I wanted to check out Boston. True, Aww. but Boston is frozen over right now, and I really don't want to experience my first battle with pneumonia out while I'm doing it. <laughs> Oh, oh, don't worry. If, if, we, if we film this, it would be in the spring. It would not be in the winter. I would not let that happen <laughs> if we were in Boston. There are no winter scenes in the movie. I don't know if you remember <laughs> that from the, from the script reading, Maya. Not once did anybody have to wear a fur coat, okay? <laughs> wow, come on. How can a classy gentleman not wear a, a fur coat when he gets out of his limo to go buy some cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. Um, <laughs> So uh, we've uh, uh, we're to the point where uh, this weekend we're actually working with a, a friend of ours who had some interesting feedback uh, about the the screenplay from the reading we did a couple weekends ago. And our, our next step, you know, when it comes to independent filmmaking, you know, what I found, um, and I want to ask both of you this question, uh, you know, learning, you know, things I didn't realize or th- didn't know about uh, making a film, um, and, and what I've learned uh, recently is that there, there's there's multiple ways to, to approach this uh, to filmmaking when, it, when you're in the development and pre-production. Once you're in production, it's, you know, you got your days set, you got your schedule, you get your budget. It's kind of, you know, um, just fits into that mold. But when you're in the development stage and some of the pre-production stage, uh, you know, there's, there's multiple ways to go, especially when you're looking at financing. Um, I have, I am hearing myself. I don't know if anybody else is. Yeah, I can hear that. I'm like, what is that noise there? Um, do you hear that, Kevin? Yeah, Dr. Kevin. Yeah, that was it. That was that was the beginning of the show, but it seems to be gone now. So I don't know what that was. Um, so what I've learned is, you know, we're looking at doing, you know, uh, crowdfunding to kind of do a, a small crowdfunding budget to get us started. Because uh, I didn't realize how much it is to even like to go to approach investors. We're looking at upwards of nearly $25,000 just in the lawyer fees to get the paperwork done to make us, uh, you know, copacetic with the SEC so we can go get the funding for this. I, I didn't know about that. And uh, also, we're, we got a company who's going to do the budget for us um, so that, you know, we're not pulling it out of, out of the thin air um, or out of our butts about how much this is going to cost since none of us has really done this before. Um, <laughs> so, so there's things that, you know, we just haven't. You know, and is it, how do you approach that? You know, do you do, we're obviously going to do the crowdfunding first to, to get to, to, so we can get the SEC uh, happy to get the investors. But you know, do you approach the actors? We got a big name actor that we want to attach to this. Um, you know, do you approach the actor first and get a letter of intent, and then go try to get the crowdfunding? Um, or you know, some some agents will say, you know what, you can't talk to me until you get the funding. So there's just so many different avenues you can take at the beginning of of a production um, that that I'm that I'm learning about. Uh, so. These questions to both you and um, Dr. Kevin and Maya is: uh, Is there anything that you know, whether you know Maya through your school and through uh, projects you've worked on, and Dr. Kevin through this project you worked on with me? Is there anything that you didn't realize, um, and it's kind of maybe a surprise to you about the filmmaking process? Especially, I think in production, it's time. You can say that you're gonna, you know, we're gonna take an hour, an hour to film this scene, right? And, you know, especially if you're doing like a small project, an hour can easily, easily turn into three, four, can turn into, okay, we need to work the next day. So when you say like, you know, okay, setting up camera, setting up camera could take anywhere from like, you know, 10 minutes, like 30 seconds, 10 minutes. Lighting takes a while. You have actor preparation. You have all these things going on at once. So that really does slow down the process. And a lot of people I don't think really understand that when they think like, oh, I'm going to be a part of this film. That movie is not going to, you know, you won't start shooting. When you say 
all right, I want you all to meet here at eight. That doesn't mean we're going to start filming at eight ten. You know, you still have to get everything set up, ready to go. So a lot of the time I think is patience is something that a lot of people have to have when it comes to production. <laughs> okay. okay uh, Dr. Kevin? Well, I think that there is a few things. I mean, it's hard it's hard to think of the fact of like $25,000 for the, for the lawyers to simply do the paperwork. I mean, in, in the day of legal shield and legal zoom and you know, legal, you know, ambulance chasers going down I-10, um, that the whole idea of $25,000, I mean, I, I think that a lot of independent filmmakers that are trying to get funding would find that very daunting. They'd be like, I mean, I've got a business background. You and I, you know, have belonged to a business organization together that teaches about fundraising and stuff. And so, I wasn't completely aghast, but I had to stop and think and said, if I put myself in the role of somebody who goes, hey, I'm just out of college with $100,000 worth of college debt and I want to make my first movie. And before I can even raise a penny, I got to get another 25000 to, you know, what did Shakespeare say? First kill all the lawyers? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, know, uh, I, I was taken aback. Uh, I asked we had Maria Spath, who was on my show um, a few weeks ago, I had asked her about that as like, you know, I need to get this paperwork done. The PPM, which is the private placement memorandum. And we've got an echo again going on. Luckily it's quiet enough. Hopefully it's not interfering with the the show. Um, and when she said that, I was taken aback. I'm like, but I've got documents from the SEC that they approve that I'm editing myself to make it, you know, catered. They shouldn't take a long time to go through the paperwork. And she says, the fee is not for the paperwork. She goes, the paperwork's the easy part. The problem is, is that, when a lawyer does a PPM for anybody, whether it's filmmaking or a business, they're actually putting their name on the line with the SEC. And so the $25,000 is really kind of to help cover their butts if, you know, you start going out and, and offering investments that you shouldn't be or, you know, not doing what the paperwork says that you said you were going to do. Uh, so, you know, it's more about uh, them taking the risk. And that's why her firm actually doesn't do it because you have to have special um, special insurance even just to be able to be a lawyer who does a PPM in, in this world today, which, you know, goes to speak to, you know, how, uh, our legal system and, you know, the government, you know, this is, this is the SEC coming down on, on making this harder for people. Well, they're making it harder for people, but they are also in their own way, in some ways are trying to protect people because there are a lot of card artists out there. True. You know, and, and, you know, uh, there are a lot of people who, you know, have gotten milked investing in Hollywood and they weren't cows. So there was no pleasure involved. <laughs> um, I, I didn't, I didn't know cows got pleasure from being milked. Well, well, you're not the cow, are you? <laughs> yeah. So let me tell you something. We have another question. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> But let me finish this up and then we can get to it. Um, but, you know, but then we have the question of there are grants out there, you know, but mostly they're for documentaries, as we're finding out, though we're going to do some deeper work. Um, you know, one of the things actually, and I don't, uh, I know Maya doesn't know this, and I just told you last night, and I can't share the name or anything until everything is said and done, but I'm in the profit of, uh, in the process of, 
uh, creating a nonprofit organization. Ooh. And part of what I want to do for the nonprofit organization is raise money that's going to help people with the arts. I mean, that's what's part of that. That's part of that underfold there. So, you know, so I say that as, you know, looking at, you know, that there are some grants, there are some fundings, there are some things, some ways to do it. But if you're going out there and you're just gonna, you know, say, hey, I've got a camera, I've got friends, I'm going to do the next Blair Witch Project, which I just never really got. <laughs> I'm sorry. It left me cold. I don't know. I don't know. Get, you know, give me Barbara Streisand in, a, in an 18th century Cecil Bean gown every time. Uh, <laughs> Beaten, Cecil Bean gown every time. Uh, I'm sorry that the Blair Witch Project didn't do it for me. But to, to think of how to raise all this money, how to do that, how to go through this process, um, you know, and it's enough, to, it's enough because a lot of times artists are not business people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really, that's a hard thing, really. Um, one of the courses we have to take is um, business, not business management. It's, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called right now. Um, but it's really much doing like, you know, the behind, doing you know, the crunching numbers. Like, you know, when, if you have a budget, it's this much. How much can you actually spend? How much do you have to leave up the side as for like insurance? How much do you use to, you know, pay your actors and things like that? And a lot of the time, you know, like artists get conned out of these things because they're just like, I just want to make this image. But there's the cost of, you know, how to make that image and how to make profit off of it. That's the thing. A lot, a well, lot of people forget this, you know, this is show business. You know, they forget the business part of show business. Well, yeah. And, you know, and, I'm, and of course, maybe called monkey business because the way that the as, as I've heard tell and they say it doesn't happen anymore, but I don't completely believe it. That those books can be can be cooked, booked, you know, Hollywood stirred, accounting, shaking. Hollywood accounting, yep. Hollywood accounting. Especially the more that you get stars and people saying they want a piece of the action, the less action that seems to show up across the boards. Yet, as as a business owner for twenty four years, if there is a legal deduction out there hiding under a rock or behind a tree that I can get to the IRS, you got you got to believe it's going to be on my tax form. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I know we're we're coming up close to our next commercial break, um, and we have a, a question. Um, Ooh, on, tell us the question. Okay, on Facebook, and we'll answer that when we come back. Um, this is from Laura. Uh, if you don't have the advantage of a college getting you the experience, but you would like to get experience in independent filmmaking, where would you go to get that? So I am going to leave both you Maya and Dr. Kevin, with that question to ruminate over the next three minutes during the commercial break. Uh, You are listening to the Dr. Kevin Radio Network. This is The Independent Entertainer. I am your host, Elma J. Howard. Please stay tuned. Listening to the Dr. Kevin Radio Network. Are you ready to take your journey to greatness? I'm Olivia Stefanino from Olivia Unzipped, and I'm delighted to tell you that there's a free copy of Dr. Kevin's new book, Empowering Your Journey to Greatness, waiting for you at mydrkevin.com. An inspiring book that will feed your mind, heart, and soul and help you move into greatness. Empowering your journey to greatness is a free gift from Dr. Kevin. And the great news is that you can get your copy now at mydrkevin.com. 
friends, would you like to understand your life purpose, special gifts and talents, and the challenges blocking you? I'm Jane Sanders, host of Hands to Success, where I use scientific hand analysis to find the blueprint to who you are and why you're here. You want to get some profound and life-changing information? Join me on Dr. Kevin Radio Network on Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern. every Wednesday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Positive Control System Show with Matthew Cooper on the Dr. Kevin Radio Network. Join us as we discuss current events, single parenting tips, dating secrets, social and business skills, and much more. Remember, everything you do communicates with everyone around you. The question is, what are you communicating? Hey boys and girls and in-betweens too, Dr. Kevin here. Every week on Dr. Kevin Radio Network, come join me 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where I'm going to have a guest and myself take you outside the box of your comfort zone, behind the curtain to some real truths, and help you deal with that load of crap that gets shoveled on us every day. If you're game and you got some courage and you got some opinions, come join me, Dr. Kevin, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursdays here at Dr. Kevin Radio Network, challenging everything. This is Olivia Stefanino from Olivia Unzipped. On my show, we're going to be using genius business thinking to help us unravel life's challenging paradoxes. So come and join me live from England every Monday at 11 a.m. EST, 8 p.m. PST, and 4 p.m. GMT. You're listening to the Dr. Kevin Radio Network. Radio Network. This is the Independent Entertainer. I am your host, Elmer J. Howard. And our final segment of today's show with Dr. Kevin and Maya James. Uh, before the break, we had a question, and I will repeat it. Um, if you don't have, this is from Laura, if you don't have the advantage of a college getting you the experience, but you would like to get experience in independent filmmaking, where would you go to get it? And I'll briefly give a quick answer, and then I want to get Maya and Dr. Kevin's feedback on it as well. Uh, for me, how I got my experience was I went and did anything and everything um, for free, uh, and I and I still do some of that, and, and um, that gives me the experience. Um, you know, I did some acting for free as a background extra, and I um, I've done some um, and I made and the important thing is why that's really important is one not only does it get you the experience, but two what I found is this industry is about relationships. It's a relationship building industry, and it's not just about talent. It's not just about you know auditioning as many times as you can. It's really about relationships, um, which um, next Friday we'll be talking more about with uh, Brian, who has a um, um, performer tracker. Uh, so that, you know, getting on there and getting that experience, even if you do it for free, has um, been invaluable to me. I've made connections and, and, and now I have connections in the industry that I wouldn't have had if I didn't volunteer and do some of the, some of the you know, work on projects for free. 
Um, any feedback from you two about the question? Well, the first thing I want to say is that I was, you know, you read that question as we were going down on break, and there was something that really impressed me. And I want to see if you or Maya can tell me what really impressed me that happened just before break. You lost me. What could it be? <laughs> I was just really impressed when he said, I'm going to let you all ruminate on it. Ruminate is just a really great word. And I wanted to make sure oh, we stopped for a minute. We lifted our hat to it and we recognized it for the great word that it is. It was a great uh, word. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would say that right now, Google is your best friend. Put yourself out. Find out who is doing what? Who's looking for extras? Are there anything? Are there any things that you can do? Are you in a location? I know that early on, that you know, Elmer transversed the the country in order to get his early experience because <coughs> where he was located. Salute? Sorry, where I didn't he know was, if you were sneezing or not. Uh, actually, I was. I was. Uh, I was. I was. Uh, choking on what I was getting ready to say. No, um, okay. I was just joking. Um, <laughs> is that, uh, you know, Elmer went from but nowhere, Maine, where there wasn't much film industry going on and relocated himself to San Francisco because he was serious about it. And, and I, the way I did that was, uh, was I had an interest in, in culinary arts and I was looking at um, a school in Massachusetts and they had advanced training in San Francisco. And I was like, Hey, there's my ticket out there because I didn't have any money and my, my family was poor. So I was like, this gets me out to California where all the all the action is. And so that's how and it, and it worked out for me because that's how I actually got my my first uh, role uh, um, job at a major motion picture. I worked for Buena Vista Studios, which is an arm of Disney and I did craft services for the movie Flubber and also worked um, – I got to be an extra in the show. Awesome. So – you know, depending on what your dream is, sometimes, you know, you have to be willing to move for it, go somewhere. Um, but if you're really serious that you want to be part of the industry, and, and, and I want to caution people. Don't run, you know, depending on what part of the country you're in, if you're at a part of the country where you go, well, you know, there does, there's, a, there's at least something going on. Now, anytime you've got a lot of colleges, there's something going on. There's going to be some kind of independent filmmaking. Somebody will be, I mean, you have to, sometimes you have to look, see what colleges are offering filmmaking in your area. Even though you're not a student, you may still be able to go volunteer or do something. You may find that there's, you know, some way to at least attach to that. If not, you can find out what are their groups. Go to places like Meetup. Go to go to the Meetup groups mm -hmm. and find out for filmmakers. You know, anybody can go to the group, go go to the meeting, and you can just start to absorb information. Um, but don't don't get sucked in by these people who are going to, for hundreds and hundreds of dollars, give you the 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 headshot that will get you in front of the agent that will get you whatever. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people out there that will take advantage of people who desperately want something that they don't know how to get, especially when it comes to the arts. Yep. And so just be very careful of those as well. And, you know, don't, you know, research, don't be writing any checks, take advantage of opportunities. Um, you know, is there local theater? Are there local theater companies where you are? Could you be auditioning for roles depending on what you want to do? 
you know, you know, you may say, well, you know, I don't want to be a Broadway star, but you know what? Performing is performing. It still gives you some experience. It gives you some place to go from. Definitely. Take the experience and looking for the next one. So it's a great answer. Um, so Maya, your feedback on the question. Seems like you all have covered the topic extensively. <laughs> wow. I'm thinking like, oh, I got like a whole list of responses I could totally give to it. And it's been talked. You've checked spread. off all of them, huh? I'm trying to think of like an avenue I could probably put in. Um, let's see. Oh, here's one. Don't use Craigslist. Oh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have heard a lot, you know, a lot of the um, looking, oh, sorry, with my chair falling apart, looking for a question, uh, looking for actors uh, on Craigslist more often than not end up being porn. Yes, that is, that is a true thing. I would, I mean, like, because there's sometimes it's like, you know, you need to pay A for something. And if they go through that route, that's totally cool. Go for it. But yeah, especially for actors, be careful where you involve yourself and where you look for work. Um, but to, I guess, piggyback off of the um, Kevin on the question about um, Google, Facebook, I found, is a really great avenue to stay connected. Um, uh, Alma, you were talking about it too, about how uh, even in the full film ministry, it's not like, you know, how talented you are with the camera. You can be extremely talented and not know how to speak to humans and be completely poor <laughs> and hungry. It's, you know, you, you know, you need to know how to like, you know, communicate, how to like, you know, express, wow, I really like your project. Um, I like this, this, this about it, or like think something, find something that you find specific about, you know, the project and then ask, hey, do you need anybody to help out? And, you know, just to like, you know, I want to get some experience on like filming, even if it's like a PA gig, I totally just want to like, you know, see what it's like, you know, something like that. They're more often, if you're dedicated and you're willing to do it, they're more often than not going to, you know, use you. Yeah, that's, that's what happened to me when I moved to Phoenix. Um, I volunteered to be an extra for free on a film and met the producer and she fell in love with me. And so uh, I got on her list and, and, and she was doing, she was producing a um, 48 hour film challenge. And I'm like, Hey, I want to be a part of it. I've been out of the industry for a couple of years. Uh, I'm willing to do anything, but me as a PA, I just want to absorb it, do it for free, whatever. And when I went in there as a PA, we, after the first meeting, I, I walked away from the table, not as a PA anymore, but I was a writer and the first assistant director. So yeah, it is all about your enthusiasm. It's about getting in there, about relationships. Um, and, and definitely, um, I had another thought and it just kind of flew out of my head. <laughs> so, um, uh, but uh, we're coming, we are coming close to the end of the show. And I wanted to say before we, we ended it was that I really enjoyed having both of you on at the same time. And if we can, in the next seven weeks, uh, schedule this again, I'd like to have you both back on if you're, uh, if you're up for it and uh, to do another hour because it went by so quickly for me. Oh, yeah, definitely. Super exciting. Well, you know where to find me. Um, and uh, one of the things I would say also is, um, I want to throw this in quick, which is go to um, Kickstarter, go to Indiegogo, go to, uh, there's another one I think called Slate you were telling me about Elmer. Slated, Slated. yep. Slated. But these were people that, 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 that have campaigns and you can find the campaigns for people that are trying to run, that raise money for films. Check and see if any of those films are going on in your area. If they're going on in your area, 
you can pledge 10 bucks to them, but you can also contact them and see if that for some reason you could get a volunteer position or get an extra part or just be there and help out. Yes, yes, definitely. And the other, I remember the thought that flew out of my head um, is a a website called Stage 32 at Stage 32, the number is 32.com. It's great for um, networking. Um, There's a ton of people I've networked with and made connections with, and I actually um, am using some of them for the film now. Uh, So uh, next week, I have Brian and Kristen on from uh, performertrack.com. We're going to talk about relationships and relationship management in the film industry. Um, So join us next week here on the Dr. Kevin Radio Network with the Independent Entertainer. I am your host, Elma J. Howard. Thank you.